You don't hear us. I'll explain in a second. Uh, happy Wednesday, December 4th. We are glad you're here now with us. There are a lot of new uh, contests and prizes and promotions we have going on. Check out the website for all that stuff instead of me giving you um, uh, word vomit and listing all these things that we have for you. So Q1055.com. The DMs are always open if you want to ask a question or two of Floyd and I or anybody else like Russ or Cindy. We've always got, uh, we'll do our best to get answers for you with what is going on today. Tacos and Trivia Tuesday, a redo, not a replay, because yesterday was a big fail. Even Floyd's lifelines were of How little help. How dare you? No, 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 no. One. I only missed one. One. Don't make, don't make it sound like I was an utter failure. Not so sure about that. Because <laughs> if my math is right, they had two lifelines and you could help neither of them. No, I knew it after the fact. That, but then they had hung up. That was their fault. I'm totally blaming the contestants. After the fact. <laughs> they should have held on. Um, so we will do that with Lights Before Christmas tickets shortly after 6 o'clock. Same thing as yesterday. We'll, we'll carry it on. Uh, we'll get to that right after 6 o'clock this morning. A paddle full of ladies, kind of early, uh, right after 7, so 7, 10, 7, 15. Uh, our friend Liz from ProMedica will drop by because there are more cool things that the United Way is doing. We'll talk about that 7.30. Max Boyle will be here during the 8 o'clock hour, and maybe he'll hang out for our discussion going back to yesterday with Billie Eilish not knowing Van Halen, which is not a major thing anymore. The internet's moved on, but I find it interesting where you get your musical tastes from. So, a very busy show. If you miss any part of it, please go back and get the podcast. And to get the link for that anytime, text ERIC to 419-240-1055. 539, good morning. It's Eric Chase, and with an apple soon to come his way... Courtesy of me, his name is Floyd. Hey, good morning. I had a very tiny showdown yesterday. Dun dun dun. And the right, the right key for the showdown. Uh, so I can't get into my mailbox for the station. No. At, at, oh no, you called yesterday. Yeah. Okay. So I'm guessing. So I'm in a condo development and. There's a set of mailboxes outside, and I use a key to get into that. I check my mail twice a month at most. And I, I just don't get a lot of mail that I need to check. If it's something urgent, um, well, they'll keep sending me stuff, and or I will get a notification via email. Um, and I, I'm pretty heady of what to look out for. A couple weeks ago, I took I have two keys for the mailbox. Uh, neither or neither worked i couldn't push the key all the way in mm-hmm. uh, and i'm guessing that when the temperatures dropped uh maybe that had something to do with the lock on the inside or perhaps may- maybe for me not checking my mail often enough my mail person her name is paris oh Hi, paris maybe from her having to jam stuff in there it messed with the lock a little uh-huh. bit so whatever, it's got to get fixes. I can't not get into my mailbox, even though I, I do see her frequently enough and she hands me the mail. Uh, so apparently this has happened before. Spoke to my HOA president. 
go over to the post office, pretty easy fix. I don't know if I have to pay for it, whatever. So I go to the post office that is behind, on on Bancroft and Holland, Sylvania, there's a Kroger. You familiar with it? No. Yeah, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. It's like a pop-up Kroger. But there's a Kroger there. Okay. And in fact, you watch Stranger Things, right? Oh, right there by the gas station. They have a gas station, right? Most, a lot of Krogers do. Okay. There's apparently there's a there's a new Jeds I think and it, 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 mm, yes Jeds it, are popping up everywhere. Yes. It's a very nondescript little area. There's a house of meats and, and then down the street you watch Stranger Things right? Yes. I had no idea. There's a Hawkins Elementary right here in Toledo. No. On Bancroft. I had no idea. So I go I go into the post office. There is about five people in line. Mm-hmm. I I don't feel any angst. <laughs> um, people are being waited on in a timely fashion and it was a short wait like don't go into the post office expecting you're going to be in and out this time of year right um and and try to be patient with the workers and and vice versa like we talked about last yeah. week black friday the customer can be nice to the uh, to the to the service person the service person can be nice to the customer so i i i wanted to go to this woman not another one who was called up to the counter because this woman was quite cordial and genial right. to people so i get to her and I said, I can't get into my mailbox. She said, the one here. I said, no, I, I live in a condo association and I, I can't get in. The key no longer works. Um, and I, I had showed her a couple of pieces of mail. Mm-hmm. And I forget what she said in between then and then this. But then she says, her, the temperament in her voice changed. <laughs> she said, well, do you have ID? And with with much snark... I said, yeah. I said, I'm dumb. I'm not that dumb. Right. And then she said, what did you say? I said, I'm dumb. I'm not that dumb. And I kind of did it with a smile on my face, sensing that we were about to, to be a little tenacious. And I, I showed her my my ID. Uh-huh. And she's like, well, I need something with your, your current address on it, because it's still my old address. That my my ID is the same way. Uh, and I said, I'd like to be able to get in there sooner than I change that. And, and quite honestly, I really like the picture on my driver's license. <laughs> Um, and 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 things settled down, and she was she was very helpful. Uh-huh. But in that moment, like with with some with some anger, treating me like I was some local street person, a peasant. <laughs> well, do you have ID? I was a little I was a little taken aback by by that. I mean, I get that she probably deals with a hundred dumb questions right. a day, and maybe I should have. I, I brought two pieces the two pieces of mail I brought with me were one were some insurance information uh-huh. and the second one was me telling me my updated polling place. I thought those would be official enough to state mm-hmm. my address. Yeah. I didn't even think about bringing um whatever the 80 pieces of paper I signed yeah. for my mortgage. So I'll go back with that and all will be solved. But she was a little snippy with, well, do you have ID? Right, right. I'm not being a D about that. I'm not embarrassed. I'm not embellishing it. She was pretty, <laughs> she was kind of mean, which is, well, do you have ID? That's funny because, like, I don't know if there's like a HIPAA violation for working in retail, but we, it, we had something similar to that because to process a return, you need to have an ID just if you don't have a receipt. You know what I mean? Just sure. We can look you up and all that jazz. So the other day, shout out to Kim. Hey, girl. Um, we were doing a return and the girl, and we said, and Kim with she had a very cool play and my my boss is very laid back and 
Very, Kim? Yeah, you've met Kim. She's very laid back and just, you know, we'll just get through this together. She asked the girl, do you have an ID? And the girl says no. And then, of course, we did the whole spiel. Well, unfortunately, we can't process your return without an ID, but we can hold your products. You know, make, go get your receipt or come back with ID. It's not, it's nothing dramatic. This woman goes in her purse, brings out her ID. What is it? Like a bus pass? No, it was an ID. She didn't want to present it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. It was legit. Like it was like, do you have an idea? Then like, he was like, no. And we're like, well, unfortunately, you, like we said, we did the whole spiel, and she's like, okay. And went in her pocket and brought out her ID, and like we were like dumbfounded. Like we didn't do it in front of her, but like when she left, we kind of looked at each other and didn't even say. We didn't even. We had that moment where like our eyes connected, and we both knew exactly what we were thinking, and we just walked away. It was just one of those moments where like we're like two two raptors in Jurassic Park looked at each other, and we were just like. We're like, mm hmm. Okay. And we just walked away and said, and like, you got to keep in mind, it's also in this to elaborate on, it's the season. Like, if you're going to return something, be mentally prepared what you have to do. Read the bottom of your receipt. You have yeah, 30 to 60 not days. Doing that. Please have a valid ID. And the return policy for any place has been in place since the dawning of like department stores. Right. Like or, 30 days. <laughs> like, it's, it's, you, this isn't the first time you've returned something. Bring, and this isn't just this situation. Like, there's standard stuff to your point of, Bring your if, three things: the receipt, your ID, and the card you used. And that, and that was going to that was me elaborating on your point. Always have your ID on you, no matter what. Like, like in case, heaven forbid, something bad happens to you, that ID it's called an identification card. That's what it. It's in the name. Us saying this is <laughs> not going to make people do it. But I know, but I'm just saying, like when you when the lady asked you, do you have an ID? I would hope that you going to the post office. For your home, like, she's not just going to, not just saying you, she's not just going to give a key to someone. Like, if right. you're going to the post office, have your ID. If you're returning something, have an ID. Hey, if you drive a car, just have your ID on you. Just, you can slide it in your pocket. And you know what? If you don't have a pocket, if you're a woman, put it in your bra. I don't care where you put it. Just bring, put it in your glove, glove Pe- box. People won't listen. Have it with you. To, to, to illustrate the point that people will not listen to our, our common sense <laughs> advice is she got snippy because i would guess again the post office retail mm-hmm. restaurants the majority of people and questions you get are are inane mm-hmm. and people are foolish well how can i want to return this well you don't have the receipt well oh okay and you paid cash no get out of here right uh, she, she was got, probably mentally preparing herself yes, for the worst like she was, here we go she's <laughs> like her mental process is this person wants me to give him a key with some random pieces of mail saying he lives there right not thinking Oh, thank God! Someone is actually coming with the proper information. Exactly. And the and the other, I think when you go to like the DMV or whatever, um, cable places, I know that they usually ask for utility bills. Yeah, yeah, you get yeah, you get like utility bills. Utility bills are of somewhat importance, but I don't get them anymore. Yeah, because I'm I'm gonna go through that next year or the year after because I don't have a birth certificate because I was born here, mm-hmm. so I know you'd have to have like two utility bills and. Maybe it's just two bills. Something stating your current address and maybe your old ID as well. Utilities are helpful. And yeah. Now I would say, if you're like me, you know, get them, print print them out via email. Oh, for so. sure, for sure. Thank you, nice lady in the post office. Good morning. It's the morning reboot. 55, the morning reboot on Q105. It's Eric and Floyd. You can text the show, 419-240-1055. Uh, to start, 20 minutes ago. Wow, 20 minutes has gone by. Um, I said, don't be alarmed if we're not here 
this time in two days. So we're going to be live from the mall on Friday. Yes. Uh, we're slightly adjusting the hours so that we can coordinate um, all the shows. So like Denny's show, Pike show, and Cliff and Lynn will all be live. Mm-hmm. So to make it easier, everybody's going to go on the air at the same time. Yes. Um, and I think, so we're going to be on the air about, about six o'clock on, on Friday. So if 535, 535 rolls around on Friday and you don't hear Rubber Band Man. Where's our um, man? Where's our stuff? We'll, uh, we'll be here. Bethany um, will join us. I think Philip's going to come by because he's got work at the mall on Friday. I said, we'll be there. So come join us early. So we'll be live from 6 to 10. And then, uh, then around 10 o'clock, the entertainment portion of... The day will kick off the Franklin Park Mall. It's our big Coach for Kids day. So Coach for Kids is going on right now to help out the old newsboys mm-hmm. raise, you guessed it, Coach for Kids. <laughs> right. Uh, the kiosk is in the food court. Just look for a kiosk, and it's an iPad. And that's where we're asking people to donate. Mm-hmm. Um, just follow the prompts there and donate. And remember, more. You, you don't. we talked about this with Pam when she visited a couple weeks ago. You donating a coat uh, is... Is nice, but or you buying a coat and then donate is a wonderful gesture. Mm-hmm. But the money you donate to Coach for Kids goes for more coats than you buying it from a store because of the the relationships they have. Right. Uh, we have a lot of musical entertainment for the day between ten and six. Uh, the Glass City Steel Trio will be there. Ooh. Uh, Amelia Earhart's. Oh. Uh, Chloe and the Steel Strings. Um. I call her sober vegan musician because that's that's her name on Instagram. Uh, Ashley Kelly will be there. Way to break it down. Uh, my friend Dennis, who has like a bazillion followers on Instagram because he dresses as Spider-Man, will be there for pictures and hang with cool. kids. And then uh, the grand finale of it all, the headliner, just after six o'clock to close out the, the portion of... of Live entertainment for the day will be Max Boyle, who will be visiting with us at 8.15 this morning. Max will be performing live, his first performance live since coming back from The Voice. Nice. It's going to be a good Friday. Yeah, come out and say hi. Um, we'll, so here's my schedule. All right, your um, schedule. We'll, we'll ha- I, Peapot has done a wonderful job coordinating all the talent and the entertainment mm-hmm. for the day. Uh, so I've dubbed him stage manager or or, or uh, stage producer. Mm-hmm. Um, and to come back and make his life a little bit easier after the show, I'm going to run home, let the dogs out, and then come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I asked Ashley if she could do it. Um, and then I was, I, I'm against that now. Okay. Let me read you the text why. Okay, I'm like, what? I asked Bethany, she, which she's done before, and remember, my dog was injured after she dealt with him. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was she, like, where is this going? She's got to go to work. Where's Ashley's text? Now? All, all these new pictures and icons on my phone, my iPhone, yes. have me confused. I'm still adjusting. Um, Hey, was going to ask you to come let the dogs out so I could stay at the mall all day. Yeah, I can do that. Do they go on leashes? She's been to my house. (laughs) She knows there's no yard. Yes, yes, they do go on leashes. I I can't risk that. So (laughs) I'll run home and let the dogs out and come back and we'll have a good day at Franklin Park Mall. I can't risk this. Do they go on leashes? (laughs) And uh, yeah. Oh, Ash. Friday will be a good time. I'm I'm excited. Um, yeah, I'm excited. This is my first. 
I'll be there. Because <laughs> every time I'm supposed to be there, I'm scheduled to work. This time I actually coordinated that I I will be there. Look, so. it's a big, big event. So, Well, yeah, even that, I'm just excited to be a part of something. And it's for a great cause. And, and when they came in to talk in the studio, they were... Their passion is there, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and, I, and I felt it, and I was like, this is actually kind of cool, because like, you see the commercials, and you see the ads and all that junk, but like actually to be a part of it and have your hand in it, that you're going to impact some child's life, it's it's well beyond who we are as just as our single beings. Like We're all part of a bigger picture, and I know that sounds so cliche to say, but like we can get so in our own egos and tunnel vision about me 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 i i i what i gotta do what i gotta do and then you just after you if you sit back and look back there's so much more you can do as one single being than just to be a selfish prick there i said it do something for somebody else (laughs) it will make you feel better it's legit tis the season like i know we say it a lot but actually we could always say tis the season hashtag tis the season but what part are you doing for it to be tis the season you know what i mean I was deep. That was Oprah deep. Very nice. My name is Floyd Winfrey. You are a part of something. My heart. Oh. Um, Okay. You are going to hopefully uh, give people some help with these girl groups in Tacos and Trivia Tuesday. Listen. The redo next. I'm going to try my best, friends, but he threw some curveballs. Lights before Christmas tickets are on the way, and somebody's got to win. We'll do it in less than 15 minutes. Q105 Studio. Nothing says Toledo like Tacos Trivia and Eric Chase. We've got two of the three right now. Tacos, Taco Tuesday. On Q105's The Morning Reboot. It's not Tuesday. I have no tacos. And two quick food things. I keep seeing a story about a french fry shortage. Is that a thing? Can it be? Oh, no. From where? Here. At a specific place? I didn't read the story. I didn't. I, I, I figured it was internet junk. And then uh, I think Oreo announced their mystery flavor. Is that what? It, mm, did you, you hear what it is? I think I did. It's churro. Flavor. Yes. Okay, I did. See do you know that. what I, I? That sounds like diabetes. Do you? Do you know <laughs> what I connect churro with? My mom taking me to Kmart and telling me, "No, I can't have one of those churro sticks, but I can get a toy." I don't remember that. Kmart at a snack bar. Oh, I don't. Wow. That's how long ago it was. Okay. So, all right. Who's uh Who's gonna rock first? We got three right over there. Three. Uh, three. Hi, Danielle. Danielle. Yes. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Good. Do you like churros? I do. Do you really? Do you like French fries? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So that- who doesn't listen- like French fries? You are evil, evil people who need to be kicked off the planet. It is the American way. You leave her alone. <laughs> um, all right, here we go, Danielle. I need you to get uh, five. Uh, how about we'll do three right and you get one lifeline? Okay. Um, okay. We're going with. I'm going to give you three names from a popular girl group. You've got to tell me who the group is. Okay. And Tim and Courtney are standing by for the steal for lights before Christmas tickets here. Um, Allie. Normani Camilla. I don't know. Do you want to use your lifeline or should I just kick you off the phone right now? Hello, lifeline, please. That is Fifth Harmony. Fifth Harmony. 
Yeah. <laughs> I love the disappointment in her voice because she has two more to go. I agree. <laughs> All right. Uh, three names from, from uh, which girl group is this? Kelly, Michelle, LaToya. Goodness, I don't know. No lifeline, huh? Okay. No, sorry, Danielle. I'm being a D oh, today. Danielle, it's okay though. Thanks. Have a good rest of your week, okay, and a good holiday season. Thank you. Uh, we'll go to Tim next. Yes, sir. Hi, Tim. Hey. All right, let's roll with this. Um, Kelly, Michelle, Latoya. What girl group is that? Destiny's Child. Yes. Well done, Tim. <laughs> Nicole, Natalie, Melanie. Just ask for your lifeline because if, if you get this right, I'll just give you the radio station. Nicole, Natalie, Melanie. Pussycat dolls? Ask oh. for your lifeline, Tim. Lifeline, please. That is the Dixie Chicks, my friend. No! Wait! Oh, okay. <laughs> is it not? That's all Saints! Oh, that doesn't count. No one remembers them. They had one song. Stop it. That- that, Tim, <laughs> I'm fighting for you. That doesn't count. I'm gonna also, leave- Natalie and there are two girls named the same name in Dixie Chicks as well. Fight me. All right. That was strictly right. for All you, right. Floyd. You dropped the ball, but I will I will let, we'll, <laughs> wait, we'll wait, let wait Tim go. I got excited. Tim, Tim can go with that, that one. That lifeline doesn't count, <clears throat> Tim. No, no, no. no Tim, <laughs> we'll, Tim's good. Nicole, Ashley, Melody, Melody, or Melody, M-E-L-O-D-Y, Nicole Ashley Melody. Is that the Dixie Chicks? No! No! Flip it around! What you just said before. Oh, that was supposed to get out? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I like him. I, I, guess, I, guess, I guess that's that, that's three. That'll, that'll work. This is maddening <laughs> to me. Uh, Tim, hold on one second, okay? We've actually right. shoot us a text message and Floyd will get you connected for lights before Christmas tickets, okay? I uh, appreciate Just, uh, it. Just text us. What are the last uh Ooh, two, yeah, let me write that what are the last two digits of your phone number? Um nine six. Okay. We'll look for your text message. Thanks, Tim. I uh, appreciate it. Thank you. Hey Courtney. Courtney. Oh. Hi. You there? Yes. Let's Hi. uh can yep. we, can we can we play for fun here? Sure. Okay. Tion. Did I say that right? Yes. Lisa and Rosanda. What girl group is that? Wow. <laughs> One of the biggest ones of all time. Um, I'll help. Can I give you a clue? Yeah, can I have a clue? It's my favorite band of all time. <sighs> I have seen them live more more times than I've been alive. I don't know. Pussycat dolls. Mm-mm. Tian, oh. Tian, Lisa, and Rosanda. I'm going to walk her to this. Don't uh, go chasing waterfalls. That was too easy of a hint. <laughs> TLC? Yes. <laughs> I would have said, don't burn this house down. Oh, that's a good one, too. That's or, a good one. How about don't have sex with Usher? Mm, let it burn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love her. Oh. Um, how about this one? We did this one yesterday. Cheryl, Sandra, Deidre. Cheryl, Sandra Deidre. Think 80s into 90s. Mm. Big girl group. 80s into 90s. Cheryl. You know, and I was listening yesterday, too. Cheryl Sandra Deidre. I don't know. Any hints, Floyd? You you put this on food. 
do, 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 a lot of people put this. We were just talking about French fries. You almost have to have at least one of these on French fries. Sometimes both. Sometimes people put more of this on their fries than actual ketchup. Please get it right because I just want to belt out right now. Share. Uh, uh, oh my gosh! And that's the name of the group. Whatever you put on French fries. Yes. Can I sing it for you? No. Come on. I love this voice. Let us sing. Hey. Not you. The bow-legged one. This is it. This is them. Anything? Yes, it is them, and I can't think of their name. Salt and pepper. All right. You were thinking well, cheese. I was thinking three girls. Or cheese and bacon, right? See, all- she was with me yesterday. You were thinking how many girls? Three? Ooh. Yeah, but Spinderella didn't really get no no love. But they're, they are a trio. They are, like, even on their Wikipedia, they're a trio. But, like, we only think of the two. Yeah, I only think of the two. Yeah, well, Spinderella cut it up one time, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Thanks, Courtney. Thank you, Courtney. Have a good rest of your week. Wow, let me blow through these. They were, you... The, I like a good challenge. That like that. Some of those I was just like, oh, I'm maybe not as fan as I thought I was. Aubrey Dawn Shannon. Oh come on, that that's my girl's Danity Kane. Terry Dawn Cindy. That's in vogue. Yep. Cheryl Tamara Leanne. Cheryl Tamara. Ooh, I'm about to hate myself, aren't I? Yeah. SWV. Oh, I didn't know they were running. I. I just know yeah. them Coco, Lily, and Taj. Yeah. Well, I guess Coco, Cheryl, Lily, Leanne, yeah. Ta- Tamara. Yeah. Um, and since we'll never actually play this song, not even on any kind of strange it, one hit wonder weekend, um, this is also a girl group. If you listen, if you have a second and you know and you remember that song, not title, just remember that song. I'm just taking a quick poll. Text us and let us you let us know that you know that song. And don't be ashamed. I am that song rights crusader. The ketchup song. Mm. Uh, Six twenty one on the morning reboot. Um, I I usually say stop robbing banks because you'll never get away with it. Mm-hmm. But uh, this bank keeps getting robbed, and and if we go back to the summer, they're zero for one in catching dudes, and it is dudes. Oh man! So which bank was it, and why? Uh, why f- fewer paintball issues in Sylvania next? Q one hundred and five traffic. Breaking news, fake news, local news, and even real news. And yeah, Just the news you need with the Morning Reboot with Eric Chase on Q105. All right, 6.34. We're a couple of minutes behind. Oh, you're eating your apple. I know. It's like Snow White. You were, uh, you were here yesterday listening. Uh, I told you I'd bring Floyd an apple, and I have, and I will do that every day you'd like. This is a green smith, right? Yup. Uh, for the second time in a handful of months, the Fifth Third Bank downtown was robbed. They didn't catch the dude in August, and so far they have not nabbed. This guy walked in at 11.20 yesterday morning in the bank on Madison Avenue, presented a note to the teller demanding money and threatened to use a weapon. He then fled with an unknown uh, amount of cash. From the FBI's de- Cleveland division, he's described as a black male in his 50s with a medium build between 5'4 and 5'6". Uh, he's wearing a blue knit cap, blue sweatshirt, light-colored pants, and gray shoes. Uh, second time since August the bank has been robbed. That man was never caught. So I don't hate uh, it. I don't catch these downtown? people. Downtown? 
Like yeah. that, that traffic during that time? Right. Like, there's people around. <laughs> like, I, Be a good Samaritan. Or just stop robbing banks. It's Okay. What, t- I want to know how much they get away with. Don't they do the ink packets in the That's the what stuff I thought. Still? Okay. We sh- I, I would call them, but I don't want to show up on a list. I'm always nervous that someone's going to give me like a dollar with like an ink blob on it. I'm like, oh, I know where you were. Hmm. Okay. Um, this... The Sylvania Board of Zoning Appeals yesterday denied the appeal of uh, of Funnigan's. Uh, the board voted three to two to deny the appeal by Kevin uh, Swearigan and his son Jason, owners of Funnigan's Family Fund Center on Centennial Road. On the city's uh, October 7th notice of a violation and subsequent order to cease outdoor paintball, paintball operations. Oh, that's what it is. We only got to this story like once, but the residents of Villas of Palisades a subdivision off Little Road next to the 11-year-old Funnigans says hundreds of paintballs have splattered their homes, vehicles, and yards each weekend since the houses were built three and a half years ago. Uh, the Swearigans claim the neighbors grossly exaggerate the number of escaped paintballs and actively interfere with their operations. The jurisdiction, um, a jurisdiction issue had complicated matters until a year ago. While the subdivision was within city limits, the business property was annexed. But for now, no more paintballs, and I don't know. I guess it will matter until we get deep into it. I said, um, I, when you, that's why I didn't mean to cut you off in the middle of your story when you were like, funny, I was like, what's that? And then you said paintballs. I said, oh, that's what, they were, that's it was story. a brief news story on like Channel 11, a few Months back, I feel like maybe back in October. Yeah, with that notice. Yeah. Also, real quick, uh, a lot of T- Toledo City Council's session yesterday was Toledo City Council hitting the mayor with questions about why the income tax, and he answered so that council people can take back to their constituents as to whether their residential streets will actually get fixed with this income tax mm, yeah. and, and the, the universal pre-K and others. So they hit the mayor pretty hard with that yesterday. TPS has announced new safety procedures for this year's basketball season. Some of the highlights, students who attend one of the uh, participating schools have to show their ID for admission. Without an ID, they're not going to be admitted. Uh, if you're not a student, you'll be asked to show valid ID. Metal detectors will be used at all home games. The dress code must be followed at athletic events, meaning no gang-related attire, masks, facial coverings, or our favorite, memorial t-shirts. <laughs> right. And also, um, in, on the news this morning, no book bags either. Yeah, I have that too. No yeah. backpacks, large bags will be permitted. All spectators and their belongings are subject to being searched. I would not anticipate... Um, the same type of thing happening that happened at a couple of football games this year because yeah, that's more open. I felt, yeah, I felt that when I was listening to the story this morning. I was like, but I like I'm happy they're taking the measures because in this day and age, you we could say that and there be right. some other loophole that we're like, oh, we missed that, but better safe than sorry. And it's sad that we have to come to these means, but and the lady said this morning, sorry, um. This is just for right now, just to see how everyone acts and everything. And stuff could be lifted, stuff could be added. So this is just... Those are all reasonable requests. Legit. I agree. I agree. Um, If you've followed, and I have, there have been a a spat of uh, shootings in the areas of high school football games Mm -hmm. all all fall. There was one I followed uh, kind of back home in in South Jersey where I think someone someone might have died or been seriously Mm. injured and the Philadelphia Eagles allowed the two teams to finish that game at their stadium. (sighs) 
Um, but yeah, there have been too many, too many uh, shootings, not of necessarily people, but mm-hmm. guns going off at high school football games all over the country. I'm saying the first incident around here in Toledo, it was, it wasn't even at the stadium, it right? Woodward. It was, it was in the neighborhood. In the neighborhood, okay, okay. So, yeah. and and to your point, it's far less likely to happen in a gymnasium because yeah. you, you got to be some kind of stupid or brazen to bring a gun off, to bring a gun into a, a game and right. shoot. I'm not saying it wouldn't happen, right. but at least. They're taking those measures to prevent it. Because, like you said, you never know. You can get lost in a neighborhood if you fire a gun off. In a a school, people will bring you down. Uh, The Mudhens, who fired their manager, Doug Menkevich. Yeah, I sported. They have a new one. Yeah, his name is Tom (laughs) Prince. I remember his name from just following baseball cards as a kid. Mm -hmm. And I remember, I think, probably having his. Uh, In his 17-year big league career, Tom Prince was with five teams, Pirates, Dodgers, Phillies, Twins, and Royals. Wasn't he, for a career, he hit 208. Is that good? No. No, no it is not. Uh, 24 career home runs. His managerial experience includes stops with the Pirates and their high A team in Bradenton, double A, the Altoona Curve. And for the past three seasons, he was a bench coach for the Pirates at the major league level. And lastly, is it lastly? Yes. Uh Unsurprisingly, Ohio State's star defensive end Chase Young was named as the Big Ten Conference's Defensive Player on the Year, along with top overall defensive award. He also was named Defensive Lineman of the Year, as well as first team honors um, by the coaches and media. He was joined on that by several other teammates, Malik Harrison, Jordan Fuller, and Jeff Okuda. Could be the uh, first player taken in the NFL draft. Oh, 6.40 with the morning reboot. Wow, we are super light on entertainment news. Um, have you seen this this story about the star of Aladdin? Aladdin in Aladdin? No. Okay. Um, he's speaking out. Why would he speak out? Well, we'll get to why, and maybe he's overlooking something. And Jason Momoa, in, in a friendly way, going after Chris Pratt. Um, we'll do that before 7. And some Baby Yoda as well. All before 7 o'clock. Mm. 6.53, the morning reboot, Q105. It's Eric and Floyd. We will be broadcasting live. Coach for Kids. How about the old newsboys at Franklin Park Mall? Uh, We'll be doing our show live from there on Friday, and we will be there throughout the day. Uh, which will be capped off with a performance by Max Boyle a little bit after 6 o'clock in the food court, Franklin Park Mall. Max is sick. He will not be here today, so we're hopefully rescheduling his visit for tomorrow. Mm. Is it Mina or Mena? Spell it. M-E-N-A. M-E-N-A. That's Mena. He is the star of mm-hmm. Aladdin, uh, Mena Musad. Mm-hmm. Uh, the star of the live-action remake says he hasn't seen any new career opportunities since starring in the film that has now grossed over a billion dollars. Um, he hasn't gotten a single audition in wake of the film's release. I'm kind of tired of staying quiet about it, he told the Daily Beast. I want people to know that it's not always dandelions and roses. I am delighted now. When you're doing something <laughs> like Aladdin. He must have made millions. He must be getting all these offers. It's none of those things. I haven't had a single audition. It's wild to a lot of people. People have these ideas in their head. It's like, I'm sitting here being like, okay, Aladdin just did a billion dollars. Can I at least get an audition? Like, I'm not expecting you to be like, here's Batman, but can I get can I get in a room? Mm-hmm. Like, can you just give me a chance so it's not always what you think? All right. So, uh, he, sorry. And, then, and I saw the movie twice. He was decent in it. All right. So, let's, let's reel this back from anybody that jumps to, they don't want to cast people of color or non-white actors and actresses i see i didn't take that i think i think that's why the story is out there Mm -hmm. because 
I don't know what his other work is. Um, so he is a relative unknown. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can't get into a room for an audition, talk to your agent and maybe replace your agent. Uh, because They're the ones that are supposed to be selling your wares. And, and while we're very familiar with the old boys club, the old white man club of, of Hollywood, um, there are, aside from that actual politics that come into play when casting roles. Unfortunately, the world we live in is is not a meritocracy, and a lot of times we've both been in situations where uh, someone less talented or less qualified for a position got it because of a relationship or politics. See, I didn't even go that route, and Charles was like, I'm black, okay? I was, I was the first thing on my mind on anything. I hear someone didn't get a job. No, but... um. First things first, are you putting yourself out there? Are you are That's you his agent's job? But are you looking at but are you looking at certain scripts or like when your agent's like, hey, I have this role for you, are you going like, I don't want to do that? Or maybe, uh, well, like, and I'm not saying that he's whiny, but like, cause he can, he can very well be like, I know, I don't know if I'm going to go for that character. But you look at all the poopy roles that Scarlett Johansson did before she became Scarlett Johansson, Brad Pitt before he was Brad Pitt. Um, I'm trying to think of more actors that are all escaping, but like all these A-list celebrities who are black, white, Asian, or different descent, like different ethnic backgrounds, they've all done movies that they're like, ooh, like even like late night hosts always ask an A-lister, what's a movie you wish you didn't make? You have to, ha- you have to do that. I think what he did here was he landed a role in one of the biggest Disney movies of all time and was just like, I've made it, but now people are just like, yeah. I don't want to let because he, he got a taste of the good life before he got to do the struggle movies. He w- he went past paying his dues, mm-hmm. and he should if he is getting scripts, he should read them. But he also just needs take to, them, get, like get better direction from your agent. That's that's that person's job. That's true too. But like I'm just saying, like are you in it's in the movie industry you just have to put yourself out there no no one wants to do like a green lantern type movie or like no one wants to do like a b-list comedy but like you you have to stay relevant and each job goes on a resume whether you like it or not like if i looked at my resume i'm like whoo but like those jobs set me up for more successes later it's playing the game you never know that that script that you just turned down could be a a director or producer who is one email away from being big so uh, let's move on i say but i do agree with you about the Agent side too. Uh, I don't have to. I don't think I have to explain the Baby Yoda's popularity, and I will explain what happened over the weekend or on Friday on the show. So uh, the main character, the main protagonist, we don't actually know his name. Good Mando, mm-hmm. the Boba Fett looking guy. Uh, he and Baby Yoda were taking a little little trip <laughs> on their ship, and uh, Baby Yoda, like any child, like any of us has done, was playing with buttons. Uh-huh. Uh, Baby Yoda would flip it on, Mando would flip it off. And that happened a couple yeah. times, and hopefully you saw the one where we edited yeah. ourselves into it. So let me give you this, because Pedro Pascal is the actor who is under the armor. And, and, yes. and um, he's been in Game of Thrones. He's going to be in the upcoming Wonder Woman movie. Uh, Game of Thrones, he got his head squeezed in. He was that guy. Yeah. Oh. I, I adore him. He's in Narcos, or was in Narcos. He's a favorite actor of mine. Um, so somebody did this edit. Hear the drums echoing tonight. Cheer. 
So Pedro Pascal on Twitter finally weighed in on all this, and he said, except I would never switch off that song. <laughs> That's good. I like that. I, I he's, Did I read an article? He's called The Child in some outlets instead of Baby Yoda because they're like, it can't be Yoda. I'm like, they don't well, have just, names. Just calm down, freak they, people. Just calm down. I, in time. There was a, find out. a good one I saw last night, um, It and I forget who sent it to me, but it was... It was regular Yoda mm-hmm. and a Miss Piggy looking Yoda, like with lipstick uh-huh. and all. And then it was uh, Baby Yoda up on the screen. Uh, and- Maury? Yes. No, it wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> Miss Piggy. It was the girl Gremlin. I okay. see, yeah, the girl. But yeah, she kind of looks like Miss Piggy. But yeah, I it, like that one. That a lot. one's funny too. Yeah, Very good. We'll save the Chris Pratt for next hour. Um, him and Jason Momoa just having some fun, but Jason Momoa also trying to make a point. Uh, panel full of ladies. We've got prize to hook you up with for that next. Q105 Studios, sponsored by Nation. Ladies, ladies. Oh, my ladies. Q105's The Morning Reboot. You're not just helping Eric, you're helping all men. I need. The panel full of ladies. 419-240-1055. Start dialing. Uh, maybe uh, maybe we're a little light on calls because I didn't play the, the official solicit, that one. Uh, uh, but we've got Dinosaur Adventure Passes. Uh, if you'd like to be on the panel full of ladies, and I've been sitting on a question for a couple of weeks now, and I think now is the time to bring it up. Addressing things in your relationship and, and not letting them... Not letting them snowball into bigger problems, which is a thing that most people allow to happen for one reason or another, mostly because I guess we don't want to be uh, combative with Mm. people we care about. Mm, That's deep. I try to be deep. That's deep. Um, 419-240-1055. Max Boyle had to reschedule. He's not feeling well. We're going to max on in about an hour. Uh, I think we're going to try to get that done tomorrow. Um, And we were going to play some, and we'll just do it tomorrow. Uh, remember this? Yeah. And our friend Alex is going to be here today. She's all about this. Every day the deficit grows. And you spend more than you. Unaware by an artist that Alex knows. Alex knew, yeah. Um. Max is going to be performing live a little bit after 6 o'clock at our Coach for Kids event to help out the old newsboys at Franklin Park Mall. It's a free show. We've got live entertainment and lots going on all day long. Music from the Amelia Earharts, uh, Ashley Kelly, Chloe and the Steel Strings. So drop by Franklin Park Mall anytime between 10 and 6, and we'll be doing lots of things there. It's we'll be, be doing, fun. Yeah, we'll be doing our show live. Um, I... And we'll see how much Max can recover and we, if we can get him in um, tomorrow to the show. So there's that. And I also want to have Alex and maybe you push him in the direction of doing this. Ooh. It's a long intro. I was like, where's the... I did have some Maxwell put aside, but I forgot to save it. Mm, uh, Woman's Worth. Uh, what's his other song? Ascension. Pretty, pretty wings. Fortunate. I know. I know way too much Maxwell. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that, sir. It's how I uh, get your mom in the mood. 
Ew! Sick. Yeah. Stop playing. Oh, Robin Thick. With an E. Baby, I know you knew it all along. I keep you in my song. So we're gonna, gonna take that guitar. Well, uh-huh. Alex is gonna take that guitar. But you were always there. And do a Robin Thick. Let me act like I know what I'm doing. You, 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 you know what you're doing. All right. I really only wanted to. Add, I'll, I'll throw it out to you. Yes. The, the uh, panelful ladies' questions I was sitting on, and we'll, we'll save it. Um, again, you can text the show anytime you'd like. 419-240-1055. You text Eric to that number, you'll get the podcast link for the show. Now, not applicable. Not applicable to you for because you're no longer in a relationship. Yes. But what's Dobie's a free elf? What's a I I I don't love a lot of buzzwords whether they're slang or like corporate jargon but i do like this one micro microaggression mm. when we're in relationships we often just brush things off yes. and, and like there no which hill to die on like yes you'll argue over big responsibilities mm. with money and the kids and and just the, the big to do things but we often let the little things slide slide through the cracks so i was wondering what's the last little nuisance or microaggression that you addressed so that it didn't become a bigger issue because again if they're if big things are okay but there are a lot of little things that pick mm-hmm. at you death by a thousand cuts so i was wondering if you had actually put your foot down and go this is a little thing but i don't want it to be something bigger than that and and you and and you addressed it um the first thing that came to my mind was text me back right away yeah with the person, yeah, okay. Because I'm, uh, I'm like when you said that, because like I'm a I'm a brush roffer. I know that's probably a flaw to some, but like I'm that person. I'm like if we're not dead, dying, or you we're not fighting or hating each other, it's I don't think it's a big deal. Like I'm literally water off a duck's back type person. But I'm trying to think the probably the one thing where I kind of was just like, hey, I think that's a big thing. That's communication. Well, no, 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 because we we st- we had gr- communication. We still talked, but like just the whole. Just shoot a hey. Ooh, did you just Sorry. hit your head on the microphone? That my ear. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Just a just a oh hey or how's your day? Like I know you're working. Just like oh I'm busy. Just just something to me it's small, but to other people it's probably big. Like yeah, just, I think it's a big just, thing. Just let me know you're breathing. All right, we'll save that. Also, I need to talk to somebody, and maybe I could just I'll ask next time in, I'm in the store. Mm-hmm. I need to talk to somebody from Fresh Time. That store was packed the other day. Near the holidays? I mean, I went down there because I went to a store. I won't say where I went, but I drove past. I go, Eric always goes. No, I'll tell you. That's where I bought my TV. Then we drove past, and I was telling Elijah, I said, Eric always shops there. All the time. But and- I might be shopping there a lot less. Uh-oh. I need to talk to somebody from Fresh Time. Uh, we will talk to a friend from Prometica about a great United Way effort. That's on the way in less than 15 minutes. Uh, it's 7.32 with the morning reboot on Q105. Good morning. It's Eric and Floyd. Our friend Alex is here dressed very similarly to Floyd. We're mm. twins Pic- today. Pictures before we leave. Yes. I don't know if you were listening on your way in, but uh, Max Boyle had to cancel. 
So hopefully, I swoon over Max Boyle. Now. Oh, you probably knew you were here. It was I like, was like, I ain't no, <laughs> no. Hopefully no. tomorrow. I was totally gonna joke with him about when I met him the other night too. I'm like, listen, that's not me. <laughs> I, I was gonna have you do the interview. Oh my gosh, uh, I'm bummed. I'm coming. I'm showing up tomorrow. Also, Sorry, Max. Also uh, here with us today is our friend Liz Lotta from ProMedica. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, and you have brought a guest because. Adam's family was extremely successful? Mm -hmm. Yes. Good. We're back to ProMedica stuff because another impact and inspire happening. And we've had you on a bunch of times to talk about what that is. A great event, great networking event that benefits a specific uh, entity in the community targeted at, and I'm going to point, young professionals. So (laughs) Do I qualify as that? Still? Yes. Yes. Yes, you do. Uh, our friend Alex. Oh, she works at a place that is professional. Yes. And she would be the exact. Have you ever been to an Impact and Inspire? I hit. Uh, maybe. I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, come to Liz, this one. Liz, <laughs> uh, there is your, your target audience right there. And she does have uh, disposable income and uh, <laughs> all that stuff. But this, uh, the upcoming Impact and Inspire is for our friends of the United Way. Yes. We are partnering. Okay. Hi, Krista. Sorry, I can't <laughs> see you. The monitor. I know here. the monitor. Trust me, I'm here. Uh, you, when is the event, and where will this happen? Um, so, Impact and Inspire is partnering with United Way Emerging Leaders, which is um, a young professional group run through United Way. Yeah. And we are partnering next Thursday, December twelfth, uh, to help connecting kids to meals. Okay. And we will be making meal kits. Okay. So a lot like what uh, uh, Christy United Way just did a, a couple of weeks ago, correct? Exactly. So it's kind of. Um, a bonus meal packing kit mm-hmm. on top of our United and Thankful event that we just had um, mm-hmm. on November 22nd. We'll be packing 800 meal kits. Wow. As of right now, mm-hmm. we have about 150 people RSVP'd, but registration is still open. So you can go to our website, unitedwaytoledo.org, search for events, register there. Um, we'll have appetizers, we'll have a bar, so it'll be fun, fun holiday mm-hmm. atmosphere, but Good we'll stuff. also be giving back to the community. It'll mm-hmm. be really fun. Liz, I was just going to ask, it sounds a little different from the usual impact that inspires we're often which are often uh, bars, restaurants, uh, and places like that. So this will be at the United Way building? Correct. Excellent. Yep. And so at the event, uh, there will be a brief presentation from Connecting Kids to Meals. Um, Like Krista said, we'll have appetizers and um, there's a bar. And I think there will be a lot of tables set up. So Mm -hmm. with Connecting Kids to Meals, they help children in the Toledo public school system who may not have access to a meal that they regularly get during Mm -hmm. the lunch hours. Yeah, when Lucas and Wendy were here a couple weeks ago for United and Thankful, they reminded me and and us that um, kids don't want to go to school. They they like their off days, but a lot of kids in TPS uh, don't get fed those days because they expect to go to school and that's where they get their food. And we've got a lot of uh, vacation time coming up and, Mm -hmm. and snow days. So I'm sure this is for that. Krista, can you talk more about what uh, Emerging Leaders is? Sure. Um, Emerging Leaders is a young professional group through United Way, um, but we're really focused around volunteerism. So Mm. this meal packing kit is one of those things. But we've also done things where we've gone to Family House and we've hosted a family game night for the moms and the kids and even given the moms like a break or parents, not just moms, but Mm. um, so that they can go hang Mm. out upstairs without their kids and Mm. we'll do movies and games and all those things. Um, We've volunteered at the YWCA before. Um, We're thinking about doing something at Salvation army sorting with their um, food pantry and organizing items for them um i see a face over there what is that face i have an idea i'll tell you off okay. there great <laughs> see the, the the target demo is intriguing <laughs> yes i love it volunteering eating good food drinking helping out the community uh, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bullseye. And I, I also want to highlight one other signature piece of Emerging Leaders, if I can. Sure. Um, we have a mentorship program that we run, and it pairs young professionals with our Tocqueville Society donors. So those are people in Toledo who are giving $10,000 or more to United Way. So oh. they're major community leaders, and they're mentoring Emerging Leaders one-on-one. Um, they're encouraged to meet once a month for at least a year, and then encouraged to keep up the relationship afterwards. Um, the mentors often take their mentees to events in Toledo introduce them to their circles, that kind of thing. So that's a really exclusive, awesome benefit to being an emerging leader through United Way, too. I run something similar. I don't have the $10,000 to donate, but I, too, like to mentor young professionals. Right, Alex? Yeah. I just usually just take them out for drinks and stuff like that and drag them to speaking events. That's awesome, though. I I need to go for drinks. Wrong one. I'm gonna keep our. I'm gonna keep our, keep our relationship <laughs> above board. <laughs> Liz, Krista's next Thursday at the United Way building is when Lucas and Wendy always visit. We you tell everybody now all the construction is gone. It's a lot yeah, easier correct. to get around Jackson Street now, right? Yes, yes. and Superior. Uh, yes. Where is is usually there's is there an Impact and Inspire event page? How can people find this most easily? I guess on Facebook to be involved. Facebook and Eventbrite. Okay. So if you look up Shelf Stalker Soiree. Mm-hmm. On Eventbrite or Facebook, you should be able to find us. Shelf Stalker Soiree? Yes. That's cute. Sounds good. Sounds yes. good. Next Thursday, keep an eye out on that for Facebook. Thanks for being part of it uh, or having an interest in it. Are you are you interested, young I'm professional? I'm interested, yeah. Great. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about yeah. that volunteer opportunity, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if I can add quickly, we are bring, doing an item of impact also for Toledo Public Schools. So we're mm-hmm. collecting winter weather items. Oh, good. And this is for the event. Yeah. Okay, good, yep. to, good to know, because usually when these are at bars or restaurants, you guys simply ask for that item of impact yep. as opposed to, to pay. In United. Okay, good to know. What? Uh, any quick examples of what might be on that list? Gloves. Gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Mittens or gloves? Yep. Hats, gloves, scarves. Okay. Small items. Outdoor stuff. Okay, <laughs> good to know. Thanks. Uh, shelf Stalker Soiree, keep an eye on that for Facebook. It's next Thursday, the United Way and ProMedica Impact and Inspire 739. We'll get to the Jason Momoa, Chris Pratt story, and how much Kanye cost NBC. It's CBS. It's CBS? CBS. They don't have that kind of money. <laughs> yeah, they do. They got the ma- more mature audience. Fair enough. And they have Bull. <laughs> I love that show. Do you really? <laughs> I did. I watched the they first could, episode like that, yesterday. I was like, I'm hooked. Re- you, wait, you never started watching until yesterday? Yeah. What right, show? I'll, Bull. I'll give you some... Google that guy and you might not watch it anymore. Is it a nude? Worse. Uh, we'll do it before eight. On it. Seven fifty-four. The morning reboot. Q one hundred five. We'll see you at Franklin Park Mall. We will be doing our show live from there on Friday morning, and then around ten o'clock, all the entertainment and programming will kick off. Look for us in the food court. Max Boyle, who was supposed to join us today, not feeling well, will be out with us Friday evening to perform as the last act of the day. So you'll be there, hassling him, Alex. Yes. Okay, maybe hassle's a strong word. I didn't hassle. In my defense, somebody else that was with me hassled. I said, oh, look, it's the kid from The Voice. I said, he sang one of my favorite songs. And then before I knew it, he got snatched up from someone else whom <laughs> I didn't only met that day and was like, take a picture. And I felt bad because I was like, no, I don't want a picture. Not because I didn't want a picture with him, but I was like, wait a minute. I was like, I don't right. want a picture. I was like, what? This was at Table 44? Yeah. I did. I wanted to ask him about his, his fangirl life now. If he's a girlfriend, if he's just... I did say, like, so inevitably there was a picture taken. And I said, this is your life now. 
Like, this, is your, this, this is, is your, your life. life. <laughs> um, entertainment. What should we do? Oh, let me give you what you were listening to earlier because I, I was wondering. We hadn't gotten anything musically from her in a second, and now she's back. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Would you? Could you be mine? It's a neighborly day in this beauty wood. A neighborly day for I love it. beauty. I love it. One thing that would have made it better if she did it in sweaters and kids. Yeah. She did wear a dress. Fine. That's but Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, it was pretty I cool because so. in the background it had a silhouette of like a Mr. Rogers type figure changing his clothes. Mm-hmm. Like went from cardigan, put it off, put his shoes on. So I've just decided to spearhead the Mr. Rogers musical based on that performance. You see how well the, the, the movie's doing. Maybe you want to wait. Movies have nothing to do with musicals. Fine. Nothing at all. Look at the Lion King. Boop. Well, that's been up on Broadway for like well, twenty years now. I saw it when I was a kid. Did you? <laughs> I was like, man, what's the, the Kanye story? He was supposed to be on Carpool oh, Karaoke. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, it's freezing. So he was. So when they aired Carpool Karaoke, that was its fifth fifth attempt. He had canceled the first four times, and each time it cost CBS. Just under fifty thousand dollars. So the grand, yeah, yeah. That's so the grand total after his appearance and like the fees that they had because he, flying out the choir, getting the hangar, the airplane, getting the airport space for the airplane, it roughly cost CBS just about two hundred thousand dollars. And the fifth time they rescheduled it, James Corden he said on Jimmy Kimmel, he's like, I didn't think it was gonna happen, but he showed up. 80 choir members deep. I can't find the, the audio. I'm sure we had it at some point. It's uh, I found the story on Yahoo, but um, and he was on Corden. Um, James Corden was on Jimmy Kimmel last night. But yeah, he said, I did the same thing. But like, yeah, so he wanted to do carpool karaoke. And originally they were going to be on a tour bus. Ugh. But he couldn't fit all the members of the choir. And then James' team was like, why don't we do airplane karaoke and like Connie was like yeah 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 we'll do that but he had canceled initially the fourth time and the fifth time was the charm and come to find out it, it kind of was based on all the other carpool karaokes it kind of was a flop because that, based on all the other ones it didn't get as many views as it like, wasn't fun people yeah. are people are tired yeah this particular so. person people are tired he, like he's He's not enjoyable. He's not no. joyous. Yeah. Like, I get it. He's, he, whatever he is now, very not deeply. Anymore. Yeah. He's not, he, I don't know if he was ever joyful because he well, was always coming off as angry. And I get mm-hmm. it. Like, there was a lot of wrong done to him and blah, blah, blah. And it made great music. But he's, he seems like a joyless individual. We'll put it this way. Like, the Coldplay, nothing is Coldplay. The Coldplay car. No, you hate Coldplay. No, no, no. I don't. I I like that I clock Coldplay. song. Yeah, that's but, hilarious. I love Coldplay. You hate them. No, no, I don't. Why do you keep saying <laughs> okay, that? Sorry, if sorry, Coldplay sorry, sorry, sorry. did a song with Selena Gomez, Floyd would go to Chris Martin's house and take Correction. Dakota Johnson. If Billie Eilish and Camila Cabello did a duet with Coldplay, I'm jumping off the high level bridge. Anyway, anyways, sorry. but no, like I'm the. With co- you on that. <laughs> the Coldplay Carpool Karaoke, and this I'm just saying relevancy because he had mm-hmm. an album come out, mm-hmm. had more views than the Kanye West, and they didn't have an album out. They were mm-hmm. just uh, Chris Martin and James Corden driving around. Mm-hmm. Had more views than Kanye on a hanger 
in the middle of like the O'Hare airport. I hope- shut down the airport. Oh, also, that's the other thing. Shut down the airport for like five hours. I hope they send him a bill. I mean, it's it's because I'm guessing his, it's a lot of money. <laughs> his people call CBS and go, "We'd like to do this." I mean, it works out for both parties, mm-hmm. but it's to market Kanye's album. Yeah. Uh, so I hope they get some of the bill. I want to. I'll do the Jason Momoa and Chris Pratt story. Then I want. You, did you Google Bull? No, I don't know the guy's right. name. I literally just watched just it yesterday. Google Bull actor. Okay. I don't know his name. He used to be in one of the other CBS shows, and then he got that one. So Jason Momoa called out Chris Pratt. Uh, Chris Pratt took a Instagram picture uh, promoting a new partnership with a product that he uses to work out. And Jason Momoa noticed something and commented, Bro, I love you, but WTF on the water bottle. No single-use plastic. Come on, he wrote. So, he just he, made an Instagram post, too, like calling him out. Picture of him and kiss Chris Pratt and his kids and... There's and it's much longer. Like there's much more words in the post, but it it's like, hey, I love you, but come on now. It's playful, but yeah. He oh, he said he was sorry it was received so badly. He didn't mean for that to happen. Just very passionate about single use plastic. Sometimes or a lot of times, it's necessary. Yeah, he he is like he. I mean he he has been this way for a long time about single use plastic in the oceans. Like before Aquaman, where people are How like fitting, right? Yeah, before Aquaman, before all of that, he was all for. Didn't around the Super Bowl, he did a commercial. I think he shaved his beard on yeah. TV <laughs> to raise environmental awareness. Somebody, I forgot who we were talking about and talking to, and they said, oh, he shouldn't shave his beard. I said, oh, honey, you haven't seen him from Baywatch. Baywatch days. Was he in Baywatch? He was in Baywatch. Who was? The second, like, the not the original, but they did, like, a... Like Baywatch okay. Nights? So not the movie. So... I remember that. Baywatch Nights. So... All right, so um, there's, a, there's a CBS show called Bull. It's a courtroom thing. And uh, oh, it, that was short lived. Sorry, yeah. Apparently, he. And I didn't know she was on that show. That's one of my favorite actors. Oh, have mercy. Okay, can I see? He was on that show. I remember him. Oh. All right. So, what's the bull story? Elijah Dushku. She got written off because of him. Yeah. Apparently, well, that, he well, swung his thing around because he was the male on the set, and he was uh, inappropriate, and he got to keep his job. He's a network star, and she got written off. And oh, that's the last time I watched that show. Man, I was so you don't even watch TV like that. I was so excited. I found a new show I liked. Leave it, leave it to Eric to piss in your Cheerios. <laughs> it's fine. Gonna put that on my Tinder profile. You got Cheerios? I got the urine. Eighty-one. <laughs> With the morning reboot, God. password at Floyd's request is next. Uh, I didn't lie to you. It's 813 the morning reboot, Q105. Good morning. It's Eric and Floyd. Our friend Alex is here with us. Uh, Floyd's requested password. We'll get to that in a second because Ugh. we were supposed to have Max Boyle on with us this morning, but Max is not feeling well. We hope to snag him tomorrow. Feel better. Feel better, uh, so you can do Robin Thicke and Maxwell songs please, for Alex please, at please, Coats please. for Kids. We've got a day of entertainment lined up for our big... Or Alan Stone. Nobody knows who that is. He does. <laughs> he does, yes. He can He can <laughs> sing to you one-on-one. Um, Max will be performing a little bit after 6 o'clock on Friday night. We uh, have a kiosk set up. The old Newsboys <laughs> Coats for Kids kiosk is set up in the Franklin Park Mall where you can donate now or anytime during the holiday season, but our big day of fun, entertainment, and programming is on Friday. We'll be doing our show live from there. Feel free to stop by around 6.30 or so, Alex. In the evening? No, in the morning. <laughs> you know she don't get up that early. What time do you wake up? 
615. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let me let me put our our friendship to the test. Mm-hmm. How do you wake up? Like, what, what wakes you up? Snoozing my alarm for 15 10 times. Ooh. 3 times. Ooh. One, so, oh, never. You just called no. me the N-word. Yeah, like like when you, when you I said I do snooze my alarm a lot and I know my neighbors upstairs can hear it. I hope they're listening. Hi Brian. <laughs> um he, yeah, I snooze my alarm. Me two three times. Three times. Why? Just get up. Why would you want to like instead you get the, the the painful feeling of waking up repeated repeatedly rather than just getting up. No, it's hard. It's right. so, so it's hard. <laughs> it sucks Hort. when you wake up, right? It sucks. It sucks. When, okay, so here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna hit snooze and in nine more minutes you're gonna have that same sucky feeling again. Yeah, why is it nine minutes? Because the snooze guides determined that. I don't know. No, I will hit, sometimes I will hit, like this morning I didn't, obviously, because I come here earlier than when I mm-hmm. go to my, I'm at my job by eight-ish. And um, <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm here earlier, so I will usually get up right at six. And sometimes I'll snooze it once. And when I know I'm ready to get up, I'll snooze it once and I'll wake up before the alarm goes mm-hmm. off again. And I'm like, okay, get up. Where do the dogs sleep? Um, Petey sleeps in the crate next to me, and Sunny sleeps in the crate next to Thomas. So they're both in our rooms, just in crates. Hmm. You ever had a? Uh, never mind. We'll get no. Sunny slept out of the crate once or twice. Like we'll let her if she if I can't catch her because she knows when it's bedtime because she'll like go under the bed. It's so funny to see her little feet like oh, under the bed. Oh, Pete, like, oh, I, Peter. Had I had time for this. Yeah, you, you no, send, Pete, Petey's crated because he's a terror. He will bite. Do you send me a, some, a, some new Petey pictures? I shall. All right. Um, password has been requested by Floyd. Um, please don't it, Please don't turn it over yet. Why? <laughs> because it's the one game I know that she does not excel at and we're on the same level <laughs> playing field. Alex, <laughs> your, don't turn it Damn. over yet. <laughs> Throw that out Floyd, there. Floyd, that's yours. Uh, I like I'm going to switch you. I may have harder ones. This All right. is like the 10th thousand dollar pyramid um floyd i'll have you go first you'll get 30 seconds you'll have to get alex to you'll have to describe without saying the word or thing get alex to all say right, it. look i'm getting like all anxious is there a clock like a ticking sound yeah oh okay yeah. That's what and i'm gonna start me. it now all right you ready yeah go oh oh max boyle's on there the voice um the guy who got who um doogie hauser Oh. Um, How I Met Your Mother. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, drag queens put these on over their legs. Um, Old ladies. Another word for it. Uh, uh, hose. Check, baby, check, baby. One, two, two three, three, four. Check, baby, check, baby. <laughs> one, two, three. Uh, I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so mad at you right now. The Peacock Network. Oh, NBC. All right. Three. One, two. And and only and three. There's pantyhose. But, okay. Alex, are you ready? How dare you! All right, flip it well, over. No, that's on you, not me. And go. Um. Oh. Um. It, it's a on a shelf for Christmas. Elf. Uh huh. Um. It's something that. Um. Oh God. Oh. Ooh. Jason Momoa played this character in a movie about oceans. Aquaman. Um. And he's also concerned about the, in the, the ocean, environment. These things. What? what Dolphins. Are, um, animal, never seen it. Um. Uh, what do you do to your car uh, once a quarter? You go there and. Wash you, it. Uh, uh, you go in and they. Oh, oil change. Uh huh. Ooh, um, something that you can shoot and people find it. Oh. No. All right, we're tied at three, so we're gonna do fifteen seconds. All right, here we go. Here for we the go. next one. Now, the um, Mufasa's son. Oh, Simba. 
Um, a computer, very expensive one, overrated. MacBook. Yes. Um, not a hot dog, but a <laughs> bratwurst. The other word for it. We uh uh, uh sausage. Yep. Ding dong. Um, dirt. The, oh, the witch is dead. <laughs> wow, you were really good that time. <laughs> All right, Alex. He's got six. You've got three. Fifteen okay. seconds and go. Not a lemon, but a... Lime? Uh-huh. You were going to put this in a gun and shoot it at somebody. BB bullets. No, people hate it. They put it in cars Paint and... Paint Confetti. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, uh, uh, oh, oh, oh. This is a... Wow. Uh, it was uh, glitter. Oh, it was glitter, and you. Oh, said, you just said cannon. You said paintball, and paintball was one. Does that count? No. Because I was, I was going for that. <laughs> I, I said people no. go and they shoot it for fun. You should have just said. It. You should just kept. <laughs> Does that count? I no. won. Yeah, nice job, Floyd. I'm gonna take this dub. There you go. Or as <laughs> so, the off top subject. Um, Thursday ABC this morning was interviewing the UT women's basketball team, and the one lady said, "You know, if we keep playing like this, we'll keep getting those dubs." And like they shot to the people, and they're like, and the guy goes, "Yep, them dubs." <laughs> <laughs> and then I can die happy now because I heard Sasha Bray say, "Yep, all them dubs." Is that like the so? Cr- that's my new thing now. Is Just, that that cringy video when they did like for um, finals for that school? was TOL? Yeah. Oh, was it? But, but they, they didn't say, but it was because she's like, "We'll keep we'll playing like this. We're gonna get those dubs." And they're like, and then. Jeff was like, yeah, get those dubs. And Sasha Bray was like, all the dubs. All the dubs. It was just hilarious. We, we have to get that video. It's so funny. And now, back to you, white people. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know what made me think of that, but I was like, yeah, they dubs? totally said dubs this morning. Um, Billie Eilish didn't know who Van Halen was, and, and it was kind of a deal, but I want to talk about... Uh, Panama. How Panama. how you got into music? Because <laughs> I is that Van Halen? Yeah. Oh wow! You're talking See, to two, you know Van talking Halen. to two hip hop heads right here. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know that. <laughs> you stuff. didn't know it? Nope. I I didn't know. Yeah. I, <clears throat> yeah. I can side with Billie Eilish on this. We'll get to it next. One here on Q105. It's the morning reboot. It's Eric Chase Floyd. Our friend Alex is here with us. It was a thing last week when Billie Eilish was on with Jimmy Kimmel and it became a little bit of a thing that she didn't know. A, a Alex legendary rock act? Yeah. Legendary? I'd say so. I mean, there's been a lot of people. I mean- not it depends on who you ask i think for the legendary part thank you it all right on we're gonna come ask. back to that here's what happened you know who madonna is i do know who madonna is you know uh can you name a van halen who <laughs> no, i'm who gonna is? start crying um, have you heard of cindy lopper yes huey lewis some no <laughs> fill in the blank run dm <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that? It sounds like <laughs> that one got me. I was like, "Girl, for real?" <clears throat> so I'll, we we talked about this yesterday, and I want to get your take, and I want to see if we can get some calls if you'd like to chime in as well, mm-hmm. and go a different direction with this. Four one nine two four zero one zero five five. When I when I was growing up, I my dad listened to sports radio, and my mom I don't remember, mm-hmm. so I just listened to the pop radio station mm-hmm. that that my friends listened to. But until I moved to Detroit. Um, I didn't know that Prince had more than like two good songs. Mm. We are in very tiny silos Mm -hmm. with music as we grow up. So I can't get on her at all for not knowing something. The only thing I would say is we didn't have the internet. um, And and nowadays you can get into a lot of 
older music because of commercials and marketing campaigns, mm-hmm. which was a lot more narrow when we were growing up. Shazam. So, you hear a song, you're like, ooh, what is this? Exactly. <laughs> so that's the only way I could get on her. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, if you would have asked me so many acts that now I have a great deal of respect for, like I was telling Floyd, I didn't know who Van Halen was until um, 92 when they did the Super Bowl commercial. Mm-hmm. And... Other other legendary acts, like mostly like rock acts. When I moved yeah. to Detroit, and they were so popular, I d- didn't know them. So, how did you get into the music you like now, or when you were younger? So I I <laughs> I like a lot of stuff, like a lot of stuff. Um, there's pretty much there's not a lot that I wouldn't listen to, and it really depends on it has it had a lot to do with obviously my upbringing, like my parents. When I was younger, they kind of evolved into more jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, it was 107.3 The Wave that we would listen to all the time. and uh, But my mom went to Woodstock. So I, was, I knew Jimi Hendrix. I knew Santana. I mm. knew those groups. And my father served in Vietnam. So right. you know what I mean? So I was exposed to... You were Forrest Gump. I was, yeah, <laughs> you were yeah, 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 yeah. You so were that, that was I, your soundtrack. I was exposed to all of those things. And I found it funny because there was... I, Obviously, like I'm at that age where I start to listen to what my parents listen to. Like I, I'm reverting back to, like Same. what I'm reverting back to that. And I still know the, you know, we uh, we definitely still did the barbecue music. You know, like your the Gap Band and Earth, Frankie and Fire, Beverly Maze. Yeah, yeah Earth, I Wind said and that Fire. yesterday. Yeah, barbecue music. Definitely still do the barbecue music, but it, but it was it's like. They exposed me. I, like, I took my mom to a Santana concert recently, mm-hmm. Like, and I know Santana's album's like the back of my hand. But it so. sounds like you had a very wide way of interest because of your parents, even when you were young. Right, right. And it, I think that, and also, like, for, for my own social interactions, I had slightly an identity crisis because mm-hmm. I am of two races, and I didn't know in which I belonged. So, like, I was a swimmer. Like, my sport was uh-huh. swimming, and there were... Swimming was predominantly like a white sport, and so in the summer, I'm swimming, and in the background is the Red Hot Chili Peppers and right. Green Day, and you know what I mean. So I was exposed to that, and so I, I dive into all of them. I told Floyd yesterday that I didn't listen. I didn't know music had guitars until into the late '90s, mm. and that's after like. Um, Nirvana hit and all that grunge happened and then Green Day. Floyd? I was going to say that for me, um, much like you, my mom, she kept us open to a lot of stuff, but I'd say my first discovery of other music was like songs that I heard Mm -hmm. and then they sampled other songs. Right. So like, for instance, Janet Jackson, if samples the Supremes, Mm -hmm. um, it's so hard to say goodbye, or I can't think of the song. Um, we'll always be together, and then I'm like, huh? So then I remember like go, going down this rabbit hole of other music. So like I knew the beats, but I always thought they were by the original artist. Yeah. But like other stuff, I'm just like, oh, you know, that's a that's an Elvis sample, or yeah. that that's sampled by the Beastie Boys sample this. I'm like, what's a sample? Mm-hmm. And who? And I and I was telling him yesterday, I discovered Elvis from a commercial. Staying up late, the Time Life compilation <laughs> CD. I was like, "Who is this white man mm-hmm. shaking his hips?" Mm-hmm. And like, my mom listened to everyone from like Aaron Neville to the Supremes yeah. to like she had like NWA. Like she had a broad spectrum. But as a kid, you just listen to what your parents listen to. And I just remember staying up late one time. I was like, 
who the hell's a Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers? Like islands, of, <laughs> islands in the sky. Like who are these people? Like mm-hmm. that was my first love of music. And then the Columbia House. Oh, I could pay a penny for all this stuff that I'm never mm-hmm. gonna pay. Like, mm-hmm. like it, that was just my first inkling that there was more music out there than like my Motown barbecue mm-hmm. music and the random. My mom loves Randy Travis. Too. The uh, the sample <laughs> thing you mentioned was interesting because it makes me think of a of an example. So m- the music my dad did like. My dad was a big Beatles fan. Mm-hmm. Ever since ever since I've been in radio mm-hmm. and I've had him on yeah. the air, I think he stopped with us. But it's like you're gonna the play Beatles any Beatles today? Awesome. No, Dad, we're not. So. I don't think Beatles songs have ever been sampled, if I'm not mistaken. They, I, I think they have. But I, not much. Not, not much. Right. Yeah. So not much. Floyd, that didn't work for me because I couldn't then connect that back. Yeah. So I, I remember the first sample that someone questioned me on, and this shows you my Billie Eilish level of ignorance. <laughs> so it was one of my first couple of years of working at the radio station uh, back home in Philadelphia. And remember the Matthew Broderick Godzilla movie? Yes! <gasps> I know exactly what you're talking about. So yeah. Puff Daddy, who I had become a fan of at the time, because I liked all... If you were black, there was a damn good chance I was going to like your music. Because mm-hmm. Rump Shaker and the, the slow... All. I love so, Rump Shaker. Puff, so Puff <laughs> Daddy... I tried to sing earlier. Puff Daddy, what was the title of the song? Oh, no. But I, I don't know, but I know the guy he sampled it from. Yeah, so Puff Daddy had the big soundtrack mm-hmm. song, mm-hmm. and I think it sampled Black Sabbath or Robert Plant, the... Da-na-na-na. Yes. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. And so it was, I, it was Black Sabbath. I had gotten into the song, and somebody had mentioned, like, "Come with me." Yes. Come with me. Somebody sampled. Somebody said, "Don't do you like the original?" I'm like, uh-huh. you didn't know there was original. Yeah, because to elaborate on your fact, also Puff Daddy, I didn't know the the song about Biggie was it a police sting song. No money, no problem. Oh, uh, 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 yeah. Every step yeah. you like, I, and I remember like they performed it on the crazy. MTV VMAs. I was like, yeah, sixteen, seventeen. I said, "Who is this man singing this song?" Yeah. And my mom was like, "That's the original singer." Yeah. I go, no, yeah, Puff Daddy and the Family. And my mom was like, "No, he's from a band. They have all this song." And I just remember like going to Napster, and, like LimeWire, and typing in the Police, yeah, Sting, but- and like that's just how the, my. I was just like, oh, there's a whole world of music. And now I just, I know everything about music. I yeah. love it. You are, like we talked about yesterday, your palate's widened as mm-hmm. you get older. And I think the answer now to most people, when, when they get, the, what do you listen to? Everything. The, uh, I'll wrap up with the, the Sting thing. Another good example. So it was 1992. I was at sports camp at the Y. I was two. Do, do you <laughs> remember what, remember what the... I was nine, so I got you. So the biggest song of that summer is one of the biggest... One hit wonders ever. And it was right in the bullseye of what I loved for music. 92? Sir Mix a Lot Baby Got Back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, if Alex, if I'm not mistaken, I think that was also a good year for Joe to see. Like, come and talk to me. It was. Like, that's, it was. That's what I loved. And Kevin I, Campbell, too, no? Don't you talk. I love him. <laughs> there, was, <laughs> there was a kid in my, in my camp group or whatever, and he liked this band called... The police. I like the police. And I was like, 
what are you talking? Like, I'm 13. I'm an idiot. I'm like, yeah. the police pull people over. They don't make music. <laughs> and I would listen to it. I'm like, this is not what I like. It like you. It's like you put onions on my music. Mm-hmm. My interests were so narrow, and that's mm-hmm. why I can totally relate to so Billie funny. Eilish. That's so funny. And I think it just speaks to the difference because it's like you knew the song from Diddy, but I knew the I knew the rock song. So yeah. I I cannot tell you the words that Diddy put to it, but I can give you the beat yeah. from the rock. And so it's. And as I got older, I was like, I'm much like a flower child. Like I got raised yeah. in that, in that way. Like my aunt, my my aunt Vera and Uncle Dave. My aunt Vera was like a road groupie, and Uncle Dave was in a band, and they got married, and they came to family events smelling like wine and cigarettes. Like you know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. what it was like. What I knew. And so I think it's just funny that there's like there's that clear difference where I would know that that was a police that that was like taken from the police compared to I mean I, I obviously we all know mm-hmm. the Diddy song about Biggie but yeah um, and I'm with you for that because my older brother my oldest brother who is 50 and I'm 30 his his guy was DMX so it was like Me too. The, those <laughs> like those videos on Facebook of the older brother like smacking the little yeah. brother around was very much us in uh-huh. the car on the way to school I'm getting beat up because DMX is playing and he's just like feeling <laughs> raging. it yeah, ra- literally raging yeah Floyd so. if here's a little behind the scenes stuff if I get in here and I'm in a better mood than normal it's because I heard an uncensored version of Party Up coming in <laughs> one two yeah. uh, 841 final entertainment news to get to before 9 o'clock I love when we have surprise guests we uh, we couldn't pull off Max Boyle today Max wasn't feeling well so we're going to have Max on tomorrow with us 7.30 Alex if you want to uh, storm the studio I'm gonna bum rush the studio. She's gonna be I'm right a groupie there. already. Like a Good Morning America. I have her little poster board up there. Max, Max, Max. But I'm even bigger groupie for TPD and Toledo Fire. So. Yeah, yeah. We had some <laughs> unexpected guests here today, and I was an idiot, or I got my dates wrong. Welcome, uh, Joe and Stephen. Are, Joe, are you TFD? Yes. TFD and Steve TPD. TPD. Yep. Okay. I thought the Battle of the Badges was sooner than it was. But it used to be. It, it used, used to be early be. in November, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Battle of the Badges is this weekend? Yes, this uh, December 7th at 3 o'clock down at Huntington Center. Okay. And how? And I know that... Um, there you go. I think, it was, it. I think it was Chief Bird that started the, the smack talking. You saw that. I did. <laughs> I did because I don't know if it was some response to it or someone was confused. I think the person whose tweet or social media post I saw was, why is why is the fire chief talking like this? And so, yes, yeah, smack chief, talking. Chief Crawl started it by pointing out his table where there is no longer a trophy sitting there <laughs> as Toledo Fire kicked our butts last year. Okay. Um, wow. But, yeah, we hope to get that back. Yeah, Chief Bird kind of takes that a little bit personal. There's, it's not even just a rivalry between the two <laughs> hockey teams now. It's, it's gone all the way up to the ranks, up into the city council and everything else. They're all fighting about who's going to win now, too. So you guys are like a, you guys are like a functional hockey team. Yeah. Yes. Um, actually, uh, we both we used to play together. We had a, a combined team uh, maybe about 20 years ago, and then we decided to split the teams. We still do skate together. If we go out of town on tournaments, sometimes they'll pull some of our players. will pull their players and go out of town on tournaments. But with Toledo Fire, we're playing about 55 games a year. We're traveling oh, wow. into Canada. Nice. We're, we're going to Boston. We're going to Orlando, Nashville. We're wow. and everything that we play are either tournaments or games uh, such as Fort Wayne. But they're all fundraisers for charities. Uh, both of our teams 
teams are specifically set up to raise funds for local charities or our charities. Yeah, nice. we, we basically use our, our love of hockey and our workplace to be able to give back. So, That's fantastic. Um, yeah. It's the only reason, really, we play. I mean, That's fantastic. like this game, it's for charity. Yeah, what, yeah. Is, what is the charity? I forget off the top of my head. Uh, Toledo Fire, we have what we call Local 92 Charities, uh, and that is all-encompassing of numerous different uh, national and local charities. Uh-huh. And so what we do is we divide the money amongst them. And again, this year, we also have one of our firefighters who is uh, unfortunately battling cancer right now, and he's having a tough time with medical bills, so we're going to put some money towards mm-hmm. his fight as well. Mm-hmm. We're going to be playing for the Toledo Police Foundation. It's a new charity that was started this year. Um, I know most people have heard of the Toledo uh, Police Ice Cream Truck. Uh-huh. Yeah, that yeah. came about Love through this idea. charity. Oh, so, nice! Yeah. Oh, it, okay, that's it gives amazing. Back to um, the community. I am still stunned that I had no idea. I like that I didn't know awesome. that this was like where I'm familiar with like company softball teams, and yeah. it's really like a drinking event. But I had no idea you guys were like so a full this thing. gets yeah. bigger and yeah. bigger every year, right? But yeah. we also have a flag football. They started that this year. Uh, we have softball. Um, and there's basketball. Yep. So if with, it, all the, with all those different games that's out there, softball, basketball, uh, now football, for, uh, the hockey still seems to be the premier event. We started off getting about 600 people, and, and we're, last year we had over 2,100 come through our yeah. gym styles. And this year with uh, my daughter just produced a hype video that's uh, online, <laughs> and it's off the hook. It's gotten almost 20,000 views, and we're hoping to get uh, 27 to 3,000 into this uh Steve, did TPD produce a hype video to go back at that? Yeah, no, this was a joint. Okay, uh, okay. She, uh, my daughter did about 35 hours of ride time between Toledo Police and Toledo Fire wow. and uh, filming games as well as action videos and put it up online it's on facebook so you can go to toledo police uh facebook toledo fire facebook or to kendall linen kugel okay uh it's a public share uh you can look at that bcsn picked it up the wall i picked it That's up awesome. so it's on yeah. all of theirs we, really took, we took her daughter on a ride along <laughs> really yep, yes. she got some good action shots can they take regular citizens on a ride regular along? citizens yeah, i'm going on one next week Shut it'll up. be my second one i nice. want to go on one good time we're uh we're good friends with taylor dungeon i figured it was taylor. i work with taylor Ta- yeah. Yeah. yeah i like that maybe i met you the day that she was taking me around yep. uh, we should get and taylor to do the hockey too can we get taylor on skates Maybe we could probably do that. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Probably do that. That would be fun. So, um, how much tickets Mine. cost? Because obviously charity events. There's ticket ticket price. How much are they? Tickets are nineteen dollars. Okay. Uh, if you buy one of our tickets or a walleye ticket, okay, it's good for both games. So you'll get our game and the walleye game off awesome. of one ticket, and it's also their teddy bear toss night as well. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, people might have seen that video that, that I think Hershey does. Right. And yeah, like broke broke a world record. Yeah. It went yeah. so went went viral over the weekend. So we'll be doing that here Correct. for uh, for the walleye game and with you guys. Um, fifty five games a year. Wow. How do you, and with traveling? Right. How do you find time? Is that oh, vacation fi- time? Fire yes. Fire has that that awesome schedule yeah. right. that, that we all wish we had here it yeah. is so yeah they, uh, they, the smack they, sleep, they sleep for a living yeah, yeah. yeah. so they have a little bit more time and yeah they do they do play in a That's few je- more games than jealousy us jealousy talking as old as he took the wrong test <laughs> how many how many years has this been going on here uh, well, Toledo Fire, our combined team together, we started about 20 years ago. Yeah. We actually split the teams probably about 10 years ago. So, yeah, this so, is our ninth. This is, will be our ninth annual Battle mm, of the Badges wow. game. So, in the eight games, what's the what's the record? Please are up six we're da- uh, to two. Okay. So, Steve, do you, I mean, how do you... How do you recruit pre- people? Do you make that's that's up to our police chief. Yeah, that's that's really? an interview. I think he added that as an interview question. <laughs> do, you, do you play hockey? It's gotten to the point now that the, the teams actually. Uh, it's funny. Our jerseys are hanging in the, hall, in the hockey hall of fame now. 
when they for last year for the uh, All Star uh, team when the All Star game was downtown, uh, the commissioners of the NHL were at the game and they saw some people wearing our jerseys and decided they wanted our jerseys, so they're hanging them up in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Our teams have actually gotten so much notoriety now, uh, almost like right behind FDNY and NYPD's. Uh, wow. That's that, great. Uh, hey, we Toledo. have people, when they get on the job, are coming to us asking, how do I get on to the hockey Look team? Look at that. That's so it's, cool. it's to the point where we're actually having a... Is it exclusive? Like, well, there are tryouts. Try it's getting to the point where you got to try out now. Uh, we, we actually have to cut our rosters down for this game. Mm-hmm. I want to say, um, Garrett... Doherty? Garrett Doherty, yes. He's he on the play- team. He will be playing He's a, Saturday, he's a yes. good friend of mine, so that's how I found out that that a couple years ago, that was when I found out that you guys I think, did that. I, I think my, my friend uh, Ryan, he's a physical therapist. I think he took the fire test a couple times, didn't get selected, and I, and I think he does stuff up in Adrian. I think Ryan was a hockey player. He should have mentioned. Oh, we passed on it. Didn't even know it. Yeah. Well, thank we, we you guys. We need to put that into uh, the background check. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's funny. Floyd, do we have any other police questions that we that we could be asking? We had a good uh, talk about music. Right yeah. Up, yeah. Like Van Halen. Wait, okay, so here you go. On your ride-alongs, are, is there certain music you play that gets you like pumped Ooh. for the job? I know you have to have your radio on. But it is like, known that guys will have their music playing pretty loud in the locker room okay. before they start their shift. Okay, okay. So on the it's like game day. On the old show, more often more, we wouldn't have police call and they'd be listening while mm-hmm. they were working. Mm. So somehow you can you can do both, right? Taylor Steve? likes to listen to music while she works. Yeah, I mean yeah. whatever gets you in the mood. Yeah. Uh, Joe, what's it so I really like uh I like all the Chicago shows and the lifestyle of a firefighter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how, how does that work? Like, what do you do? You do a 12-hour shift? We and do some... 24 hours on. Uh, okay. So, obviously, we eat, sleep, and everything in the station. <laughs> Grab that mic a little closer if you would. We do, we do 24 straight hours on, so 7 a.m. to 7 a.m., and then we're off for 48. Mm-hmm. It's to the point now where we're running almost 60-some thousand runs a year. So, mm-hmm. it's wow. get the, uh, like my wife, she's, down, uh, she's a lieutenant down at uh, Station 3. Oh. And she is so busy down there that her first day off, she just sleeps pretty much the whole first day off. Mm. Because for 24 straight hours, we're not sleeping. Because we're running medical as well as fire right. and hazmat and uh, every specialty you can think yeah, of. Yeah, it's so, not just fire. Right. So uh, we're getting pounded on pretty hard. So that first day off, you're just sleeping. And I know something a couple of weeks ago, we, we talked about there was a story, uh, 911 operators, like we needed to get it for both of you guys. Uh, we needed to get a handle on like who's calling 911 and for what. Yeah. I think one example we used from the news was... Someone couldn't reach the remote, and 911 got a call. And I, I mentioned that I guess we all have to do a better job of letting people know that there is a non-emergency number for non-emergencies. That, 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 uh, we, we are working on that. For uh, After I got promoted, I actually uh, was in charge of fire communications, and I oversaw the police communications as well. And we do, in all fairness, yes, we do have some of those kind of calls like that. But uh, that's basically, um, it's just education. Some people, you know... No matter what the, what people call for, that in their mind that it is they're having the worst day of their life. Sure. Yeah. So uh, we're working on getting those calls that are a lesser of a priority as far as um, not a, an immediate a medical emergency, fire emergency, police emergency to a different number. Right. And, and screening that. But as of right now, you know, again, you know. P- 
people call because they're just having a bad day. Right. And they don't have any other aspect or avenue to turn. And that's what we're there for. Somebody. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much most of it. And and that's what we're there for. I do a lot of mental health advocacy. Alex does as well. I work with the Lucas County Suicide Prevention Coalition. And whenever we wrap up our our presentations, I mean, there's a ton of outlets out there, but the one I always hit people with and and kids often is uh, the text crisis line, 741-741. And we, we tell people, like, look, if you're stuck in your video game level and you're losing your mind, like, if something, text them. There's someone on the other end right. to help you out. Right. There's always yeah. somebody that can help you. There's, yeah. I mean, especially when, when we're talking about suicides, we see a lot, both police and fire, we see a lot of that on the on the streets. And, and it, it is a crisis, uh, especially with the drug uh, problems that's uh, leading to it. It's never as bad as you think it is. And yeah. there's always somebody that can help you. And usually those people that can help you, they've been there as well. Yep, yep. So there's always someone to talk to. And it's it's never your last resort. Yeah, I, I always tell people with personal experience that um, that depression, that anxiety, Alex knows this, mm-hmm. Floyd as well, that anxiety, that depression tells you that no one else could ever possibly feel the way you're feeling right now. And maybe it's just better to not be around. And a lot of people take those measures. I never did, but I certainly thought I'd be better off dead a lot of times. And you know what? You, you, you find the help, you get through it, and you go... Yeah, I, I made it. It wasn't mm-hmm. as bad as it was saying. Right. Most people just don't realize that it's not just you, but you affect a lot of people in your life. You yeah. have a lot of contact with people, and there's a lot of people that love you and will miss you. Yeah, we so. remind people all the time. It, it's often like a hundred or more people if you were to just up and vanish like that. So thanks, guys. I'm glad You're we welcome. could catch Thanks up for yeah. having us. Uh, who, Thank you. Who should I wish luck to on Saturday? Solidifier. Uh, yeah. Definitely solidifier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're 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 we're, we're going to take it to him this it year. We're, we're evenly matched. It was a route last year, right? It yeah, I don't a, know what happened. <laughs> it was a route, but I I have been asked this question numerous times, and I keep telling everybody the teams are very evenly matched this year. So it's oh, going to be a game ooh. this year. It's, it's not going to be a runaway on either side. How this diplomatic year. of you? Yeah. I yeah. Not a, well, thank you. Not a, not a Harbaugh-like answer at all. Right. Thanks, guys. And thank anything you. we can do to help you out, you know where to grab us. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank 9-03 you. 9.03 yes. with the morning reboot. Well, Max, join us tomorrow. We'll do Throwback Thursday. You can get your podcast. Text Eric to 419-240-1055. Q105 Studios, sponsored by Nation.